What is up? Jason here, and you guys, I'm freaking excited because today I finished phase one. I finished phase one, y'all. I'm done. As I'm recording this podcast right now, I am in the process of finishing the 30 days of phase one of the Live Hard program. And I think I mentioned in the previous episode that I will not continue inside of the Live Hard program, but I will come up with a way of living. Um, And so I was thinking about that today a little bit. And I'm going to sit down with, I think I told you guys, Coach D, and talk about what some of my goals are for 2022. But number one, let me just say that the Live Hard program is amazing. If you are looking for something to really shift the trajectory of your health and fitness in your life, your mental toughness, uh, making a decision to be more disciplined, that kind of thing, really challenge yourself. The Live Hard program is amazing, and it's a year-long program. And it's 75 hard plus phase one, phase two, then phase three. And so I did 75 hard and then I did phase one and I'm not continuing with phase two or phase three. Let me just tell you why right out of the gate for me in my life where I'm at with what I have going on, it is not sustainable for me. And I'll tell you the number one reason that it's not sustainable for me is because I have a family (laughs) and I have a wife and I have a business and I have multiple things that I have going on that I'm focusing on. I want health to be a part of my life, health and fitness and working out and diet, nutrition, all that stuff. I want that to be a part of my life. But honestly, the 75 hard, uh, 75 days and then the 30 days of phase one, I did not learn how to make it how to balance doing all of those things on a daily basis. I just didn't, I got them done, but I also, I don't want to say neglected cause I didn't intentionally, I don't know, maybe you can unintentionally neglect things, but I was not 100% purposeful about how I was spending my time on a daily basis. And because I didn't have a routine and a structure that I followed every single day it, it caused problems and caused me to not give as much attention as I should have given to other parts of my life. And so to people that may sound like an excuse, maybe it's an excuse. Maybe it's a legitimate reason. Like I don't want to continue to exist in, in an unhealthy, unhealthy way of life where I don't have balance. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like I could continue Like I I could get up at 5 a.m. I could go to midnight, go to bed at midnight and I can get up at 5 a.m. But listen, I'm not in a place to where I want to only get five hours of sleep every night and kill myself day to day. To me, that doesn't sound healthy. Yeah, I could get the tasks done. And a lot of times I did get the tasks done. But to me, the greater challenge is being able to balance this stuff, having a family, paying attention to my, to my children, to my wife, taking care of all the stuff in my business and doing that. And I'm, again, I'm looking at it right now and I'm saying 
that's not sustainable for me to continue in that program. However, what I do want to try and figure out is how to create a program that's sustainable for an entire year at a time. I want to look at 2022 and I want to say, this is what I'm going to do. These are the things that I'm going to focus on. Here's how I'm going to attack that, strategize, plan, and execute in a way that I can sustain this for an entire year because I want to next year at the end of the year say, here's what I did and here's how I did and here's why I was able to be successful. It's because I created a plan in my life that was 100% sustainable and I'm better this year than I was last year. I've made progress And so I think that's really where I want to be. And so I want to look at my goals for 2022 with biking, with running, with nutrition, with body recomposition, health, fitness, all of that stuff, and come up with a plan that is sustainable over a longer period of time. I did the extreme thing. I completely changed my way of life for 75 days and then for 12 days with a week and a half off and then for another 30 days completely changed my life on a daily basis. And it's been good. But again, looking at it and saying, I can tell you that this is not sustainable. And maybe I can try it again at some other point and see if I can do what needs to be done. Um, 100% focused, like getting up early, going to bed at the right time, like all these different things. I was not able to accomplish that this time around. And so, um, some may call that a failure. I'd say, yeah, I failed to create balance and routine because I didn't stick to my plan, but I did finish the phase by sticking to all of the tasks. And so I want to talk about the tasks real quick and just kind of recap phase one off the cuff, thinking about the different tasks, some of the things that I may want to hold on to, and some of the things that I think um, I could I could probably do without. So this is the unfiltered version of Jason talking about the tasks for phase one and uh, how I felt about them. <clears throat> Here we go. So number one, you have to do two workouts a day for 45 minutes each. And one of them has to be outside. Number one, let me tell you, I really like the outside workouts. I've spent more time outside in the past three or four months than I usually would because I've been going on bike rides. I was going on walks. I was going on runs. Um, I spent time riding bikes with my daughter and the outside workout to me has been something that I've really, really enjoyed. And honestly, the 45 minute mark, like to me, I, I used to, I used to shoot for 30 minutes for a quick workout. And then there were some days where I'd go for an hour and I really enjoyed an hour long workout. So 45 minutes was a really nice middle ground for me to be able to spend time working out. Like I felt like you really get into a groove 45 minutes. Um, but the two a days are pretty rough. So I won't be continuing with two a days. I'm going to stick to one a days and I'll shoot for, 30 minutes to an hour. And I really want to continue with the outside style workouts with doing the bike rides. 
but I also want to come up with an inside workout that's going to help me reach my goals as well. So I still may do some in, indoor bike riding. I still will do some stair climbing, some stair running, some of the stuff that I've done in the past. Lately, I've been working out core and legs inside the gym, doing lunges and kettlebell swings and leg raises and those kinds of things. And so I'm going to really work to come up with, I want to do two, I want to do three workouts that are kind of standardized workouts that focus on different aspects of, of what I'm trying to accomplish with cardio, mobility, stretching, and strength building, strength training. And so I want to be able to rotate through those. So I want to make sure I still get my bike rides in, but then the next day, maybe I'm doing core. And then the next day, maybe I'm doing kettlebell or something like that. Like I still have to figure all that out, but I won't be continuing with two a days. Uh, taking a progress picture, I mean, I did it. It's cool. I haven't even looked at the before and afters. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll take my photo and I'll look at the before and after and see where I'm at. I'll also weigh in. I haven't weighed in yet. So you guys will hear about that tomorrow. But uh, progress photos, you know, the only time I ever really used to take pictures of myself with my shirt off was when I was feeling like really out of shape and I wanted to look at a photo of myself to try and motivate myself to... Um, to maybe do something different. And so I, I'm definitely not going to be taking a shirtless photo of myself every single day, uh, moving forward, 10 pages of reading a day. I like that. Um, the book that I got into just this last time, I started reading a, a book called born to be heroes. It's interesting, but not enough to keep my attention. I may not even finish that book, but I do enjoy the fact that, um, the program, made me read every day. And, uh, I think I'll try and find some, some sort of literature, some books or something that, that I'll pick up. I don't know that I'll be finishing a, you know, a book a month or anything like that, but I've enjoyed getting back into reading and it has been relaxing and keeps my mind going. Drinking a gallon of water a day. It, you know, you have to be really intentional to get that done. And I'm done. I mean, it's like three, three o'clock and I finished my gallon for the day. I just drank and drank and drank water. Um, every single day when I wake up, I drink a 16 ounce glass of water, no matter what. And then I drink a coffee. And so I think one of the habits that I've picked up is throughout the day, just grabbing a, a pint glass, filling it up with water and just slamming it. Um, and I think if I do that, you know, three or four times a day, that's going to be 64, you know, 64 ounces of water a day, which is half a gallon, but I could be intentional as well with going on my bike rides. I usually wear my camel back and put 48 ounces of water in there. And so I'll still be using that on walks and runs or excuse me, walks and bike rides. And so I don't know that I'm going to continue the goal of hitting a gallon a day, but I will be intentionally drinking more water and uh, really trying to slam those 16 ounce glasses throughout the day. Uh, following a diet, and uh, no cheat meals or alcohol. So I, I'll, I will go back to having alcoholic beverages. I like to have a glass of wine every now and then. I really do enjoy Corona Premier. It's Corona's low-carb beer. It's one of my favorites. So I like that with lime. I like to drink two or three <laughs> in a sitting um, when I'm relaxing or hanging out or whatever. And I never drink every day anyways. And so I don't really see that being a big issue. Um, alcohol really wasn't a big issue for me, but with, with the alcohol, if you're trying to hit goals 
and you're on a diet and you start drinking alcohol, like if you eat and drink alcohol, your body's going to prioritize oxidizing that alcohol before it does metabolizing that food. And so you're pretty much telling your body, Hey, I'm eating a hamburger and eating fries. And then I'm going to drink this beer. Okay. Body put that hamburger and fries into storage while my body processes this beer first. And then you'll go back to metabolizing the food, but it's got to oxidate all the alcohol out of your body. And so that can be problematic, problematic for people. If they're really trying to hit goals, I never really felt that it was a, a too much of a, of a hindrance for me. Um, but following a diet, no cheat meals, that kind of thing. You know, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to have little things here and there that I want Um, And as far as following a diet, I'll probably go back to a pretty low carb diet. I really want to try and keep gluten in check. I really want to keep corn in check. So I'm not, you know, not going to be having a lot of chips or corn tortillas or any kind of corn, that kind of stuff. Um, I never really ate too much rice or pasta, that kind of thing. It's never been a problem for me. We eat low carb bread, we eat low carb tortillas. And so I may allow myself some of that stuff um, in the future. But really going back to a, a low-carb diet, focusing um, primarily on keeping out processed sugars, uh, corn syrup, seed oils, that kind of crap. Like I just, I just don't allow much leniency in my diet for those kinds of things. I was thinking about a quote earlier today, and that quote is that just because something is edible doesn't mean that it's food. And so let me say that one more time so you can maybe wrap your mind around it. Just because something's edible doesn't mean that it's food, right? I, it, paper's edible, but it doesn't mean it's food. It doesn't mean it has nutri- nutritional value. Just because Oreos are edible doesn't mean that it's actual food. And so the thing that I did with my diet this time around was I did Whole30 and also allowed myself supplements. So I did protein and um, pre-workout and then also some branch chain amino acids. And then also there was like some super greens that I did with some sort of um, probiotic in it. But other than that, I ate clean, which means I didn't eat foods that had artificial anything or any kind of preservatives or any kind of like approved chemicals. And so really you start looking at food and you start looking at the ingredients And you, I mean, there's a lot of chemicals in food and there's a lot of seed oils and a lot of like vegetable oil, soybean oil, canola oil, grapeseed, whatever, rapeseed oil, (laughs) um, peanut oil, that kind of stuff. Some of that stuff, so stinking processed, it's just not good for your body. So just because it's edible, just because it can be consumed or the FDA approved it doesn't mean it's good for you or it carries any, any nutritional value. And so you know, if you're being strategic in the way that you're eating, you can cut some of that stuff out. Processed sugars, refined sugars, processed, refined starches, that kind of stuff. I just tend to stay away from that anyway, or I try and limit it as much as possible, like really, really limit it, cut it out quite a bit and uh, don't allow myself too much leniency with that. You know, I have a piece of cake. I know there's not great stuff in a piece of cake, but you know, I'll allow myself that kind of stuff and, uh, moving forward. So, um, following a diet, no cheat meals, no, no alcohol. The other thing was a five minute cold shower. Here's what I'll tell you. I will not be continuing the cold five minute showers. 
Now I know that there's benefit to cold showers and what I have done in the past and what I even did before I was starting phase one is I start in a hot shower and then I'll bring it down to cool or cold and I'll stand there for just a moment, 30 seconds, a minute, but then I'll go right back to hot. To me, the five minutes felt excessive. It felt like a waste of time. Um, you know, I finally got to where I was like, okay, it's a five minute cold shower where I'm in the shower, I'm showering and the water's cold. Uh, and so that counted as a cold shower to me. Um, and so at first I started off just standing there, like thinking that I had to, you know, have my head underwater the whole time. But then I just was like, no, it's a, it says cold shower. So I'm showering, I'm cleaning myself, <laughs> you know, using soap and doing all the stuff. So, uh, that's where I got to. And actually the last couple of cold showers, I just kind of stood there, um, under the cold water and, and tried to focus and breathe and, and just stand in the cold shower. Um, but again, it kind of felt like a waste of time. I didn't think five minutes has any more benefit physically than maybe you know, a minute and a half or two minutes, uh, five minutes, apparently it's supposed to be because you're putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and, and building mental capacity to stay there. And I get that. So, um, yeah, make what you will of that. I will not be continuing with the five minute cold showers, but I will time and time again, or, you know, whenever I will, um, take a cold shower but I'm going to go back and forth between hot and cold. And that's how I'm going to do it. The eight power list critical tasks. So like part of the program was putting together a list of tasks, critical tasks. And so the eight included five from the phase one list. And then you had to come up with three other tasks on a daily basis that you had to get done. And so I chose um, 15 minutes of, of growth for myself or for my business. So I would either write, um, excuse me, I would either like listen to or watch 15 minutes of a YouTube video or something that was educational or listen to 15 minutes of a podcast that was educational. Most times I'd go on my bike ride and I would listen to my to, to a podcast, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes on my bike rides and, uh, that's how I would get that done. And then the, uh, 15 minutes of faith, family, or friends. So either 15 minutes in prayer and meditation, um, spending 15 minutes with a family member, 15 minutes with a friend, just intentionally focused. And then the other task was, um, recording my daily thoughts on a podcast. And so I got all that stuff done. I like the idea of coming up with a list of critical tasks for the day. And I kind of already do that with my to-do list on a daily basis when I'm, when I'm working. So I'll sit down and say, okay, I have to get this done. I have to get that done, those kinds of things. And so what will I continue with that? You know, I'll continue to intentionally be spending time with family, be mindful of that, continue watching YouTube and listening to podcasts that help me in my personal growth. And then I'll continue also, um, podcasting. I think I'm going to keep this thing alive. I'll keep chatting, keep talking. And I think if you guys don't hear from me for a couple of days or weeks, you, you may know that I fell off and I don't have anything to talk about, but that's not going to be the case. That's not how this is going to go down. And then lastly, 
on the list was 10 minutes of dedicated visualization on a daily basis. And so I like the meditation. I really enjoyed the daily visualization. And I think I'm going to continue to do some sort of, um, some sort of meditating to where I visualize the goals that I'm trying to meet. And really with my visualization, I spent a lot of time visualizing what I was going to do throughout the day and how I was going to get things done. Okay. I'm going to do this first workout. Here's when I'm going to do this. And so it was a lot of planning, but like seeing it happen in my mind, but then also with some of the business stuff that I have going on, pondering, visualizing, say, okay, how am going to reach this goal? What's going to be the thing that I'm going to do to make this, whatever it is, this task, this business, this product, this momentum, uh, what am I going to do to, to bring that into reality? And so I, I appreciate that practice and that's going to be something that I try and hold on to when, when, uh, I need to get stuff done. You know, I'll lay on the couch, close my eyes and start to visualize. Say, okay, how am I going to get this done? That's been a really good practice for me. So that's my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. You guys phase one, I'm, I'm done. I'll weigh in. I'll tell you guys about my weight, um, tomorrow in my next episode. Um, and I'll check out my before and after photos and see how I feel about those. But all in all, I feel good. I feel I feel good. I'm not injured. You know, at the end of 75 hard, my body was just broken, man. It was like really busted up. And I was focusing on a, a week or two of really trying to, um, to recover. But this time around, I feel good. I feel really good. I, I don't, I'm not injured. I don't feel pain. Um, I really don't even feel sore right now. Um, I'm tired, but just because I already freaking did a butt ton of stuff today. So that's where I'm at on all that. Um, I feel good. And it's, it's been an interesting journey going through 75 hard and then going through phase one. It has been, I don't even know if I want to say humbling, like, but there was a day, right? I told you guys the story. There was a day where my gut, my stomach felt like it was stretching. It was going to bust. I was full of food. My swim trunks were tight. You know, I was drinking beer. I was buzzed. It just felt like crap, you know? And I was like, dang, I got to do something different. And then here I am. I I did something different. That was back in July. And here we are in December and things are different. The trajectory of my life and my days has, has changed. The way that I look changed. The way that I feel changed the... The way my clothes fit changed. The way that I think changed. The my focus on on business and and life and health and fitness it's changed. My weight is changed. Um, the way that I'm approaching mobility and strength and functionality it's changed. And so, has this program for me so far been a success? Yeah, it has been a success. It, it's been a huge tool. It's a tool in the toolbox. And so what I've been able to do is put together a toolbox. And I think I talked about this, but you have a toolbox and you have a hammer, you have a screwdriver. 
you have a nail gun, you know, you've, you've got all these different things, a wrench, pliers, needle nose pliers, wire cutters, and each one of those tools does a different job. And so I look in the past and in the past I had different things that I did that I thought were the right things to do for health. You know, nutrition has been a big thing for me now. Like nutrition's one of the the biggest, hardest hitting tools that I have to know to move the needle, to help my body feel better, to change the way that that I feel, to change the way that I look, to change the way that my clothes fit. But now I've got programs, right? I've got 75 hard under my belt. And there may be a time in the future where I've got to pull that tool out again because things are different. And I say, hey, it's time to, all right, we got to go extreme again. Here we go. Like I got to kickstart myself back into a healthy place. And I think that's what 75 hard did for me. 75 hard was a jolt to my system. It was a, it was a punch to the gut. It was a very extreme shock to my world. And it has accomplished what it was supposed to accomplish by really shifting the trajectory of where I am in my health and fitness journey and in my mentality and in my weight, even though it's not a weight loss challenge, it's a mental toughness challenge. And so I found this tool that has worked to help me start to take some things serious, seriously in my life concerning health and fitness. So what's next? Well, what's next for me is I got to come up with a plan, not just for health and fitness, but for life. I recently past two or three weeks, whatever past month, call it December, December, it's my first month of being fully self-employed and I've got business ventures that are going on. Um, I've got a daughter who's home and is being homeschooled. I've got a wife who's home and is doing her business and her investing and her, um, her podcast she's starting. And then we've got some ministry stuff that's happening. We've got family dynamics to take care of. And so I'm in the process right now of figuring out this self-employed lifestyle and what that's going to look like and how I'm going to move forward, how I'm going to find balance, how I'm going to be in a healthy place as a husband, as a dad, and how are we going to create a healthy, positive family dynamic around health and fitness and spirituality and business and education, all these different things, content creation, everything that we're trying to do. And so that'll be my next focus. That'll be my focus going into 2022. I'm really excited to do my year in review. I'll do that on December 31st. I'm going to look back on 2022 and really kind of look at some of the highlights, some of the, the biggest lessons learned that hopefully you can glean from. And again, I want to continue to use this podcast as a way to encourage, to share my challenges, to share my thought processes, to share my results, um, but also to share um, my lessons learned. And hopefully you can take some of what I talk about and look at your own life and say, hey, what can I do different? Where can I make a change? Where can I make a tweak? Where can I make an adjustment? And that's what we're doing. We're all learning and growing together. We're all doing this thing called life on a daily basis, trying to figure it out, trying to stay positive, trying to stay grateful, trying to figure out how to 
do this thing right and well to where we are giving life to people around us, you know? And I honestly think that starts with ourselves. I was in a bad place, you guys. I was in a bad place this year. Uh, very discontent, very unhappy in a lot of different ways. But things have turned around, and here I am, and I'm grateful. And, you know, I thank, I thank God for leading and guiding me in the ways that I believe that he's guided me and allowed me to make decisions that are beneficial for myself and my family and our finances and our ministry and everything. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited about what is to come and I'll continue to tell you about some of that stuff. And again, I hope you guys are encouraged. If you enjoy the podcast and the content, definitely share it out however you might. And uh, follow me on Instagram at the real deal villa. And also you can email me at jvgrafiks at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. Phase one. Done, baby.